The key with social media is having boundaries. It's easier said than done. Trust me, I am not perfect at this by any means. Like I said, one day ago, I was on a 1.5 hour doom scroll. You're not going to be perfect at it and you're going to have those moments, but you have to set boundaries with social media if you want it to be a part of your life. What's up, pals? Welcome back. If you've listened before, you know the deal, but if you're new here, I'm Hallie, a full-time content creator on TikTok and YouTube. Many of you probably know me on the internet for lighthearted and comedic content, but this is a place for us to go deeper, talk about creativity, confidence, and all the things that make those fun comedic videos come to life. So let's jump in. Today, I am coming to you live from my childhood bedroom. I guess technically not childhood. We moved here when I was in about seventh grade. Um, but lived a good chunk of my life in this house, so it's a little nostalgic being back here and recording this episode. And also, this room was where I recorded my very first YouTube video. Ironically, I've told you guys this before, it was called The Passion Project. So this feels very full circle. I was sitting at this desk over here that I'm looking at. I'm actually not recording a video this time, which is weird. I'm just sitting here and talking. It's kind of a lot less pressure. I think I like it. Anyways, so last night, last night I was taking a bath and I was reading a book, fiction by the way. I've been getting overwhelmed by self-help books. Self-help books, I've had an obsession with them, but I think, I think at a certain point they can become overwhelming. That's a topic for another day, so I'm not going to go off on a tangent there because that could be its whole own episode. If you guys want to hear my thoughts on that, let me know. Anyways. Last night I was reading this book while I was taking a bath and my plan was to go downstairs, read a little bit more, and then go to bed. I was actually feeling tired. It was like 9.30 and I was like, yes, okay, I'm going to go to bed early tonight. I'm going to get up at 6 a.m., be hella productive. I was excited for it. I was feeling good. But then I decided to open TikTok, which at that point in time, was definitely a bad idea. And something relatively minor, but it was making me overthink. Something had been bothering me from earlier, and I don't think I necessarily realized at the time how much it was bothering me. And as we all know, social media can be a great distraction for ourselves. So anyways, open TikTok. I'm like, yeah, I'll just be on here a few minutes. All of a sudden, it's 11.45 p.m., and it's time, it's way past the time I was going to go to bed. And I looked at my phone, I'm like, gosh dang it, now I'm not going to get up early unless I want to sacrifice sleep. I'm probably not going to be productive in the morning. Now I'm wide awake. My mind is churning. I'm thinking of 20,000 more things. I don't feel, you know, how I was feeling earlier. I just felt calm, ready for bed. I was just more anxious and more overthinking than I was before. So I was worse off, way worse off. By the way, this was a pretty bad doom scroll. Sometimes they're not that bad, right? Sometimes we just jump in for a minute, but this one was bad. It was like an hour and a half long of doom scrolling. So I finally put my freaking phone down and I hardly slept. I didn't wake up until 8 a.m. because I couldn't sleep and I felt like I was half awake the whole night. And that dread from the night before kind of carried over and now it's the next day and I'm behind on work 
the anxiousness was perpetuating. And again, I pulled out my phone and started scrolling TikTok. If you didn't realize this already, social media is extremely addicting. TikTok, especially... And I do this thing sometimes where I'll come to a realization that I've been on my phone for too long and I did this in this moment. I realized, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I on my phone again? And I I was thinking like the only way (laughs) this is going to end is if I throw my phone across the room and just detox from it for at least a few hours. So I did that. Threw my phone across the room, decided I was going to take a cold shower to really, really get the day going. And in the, in the cold shower, I immediately just started laughing and feeling better. I was feeling terrible in the morning. Like, my brain was so foggy. I felt like I didn't sleep. I was stressed. I was being down on myself. And then I go in the shower, take this cold shower, and all of a sudden I'm cracking up and I'm like, why was I being so dramatic? Everything's fine. But after that, I went on a walk with my dog. My brain started feeling less foggy and I finally started to feel clearer Started having rational thoughts, happy thoughts, and I'm thinking, thank gosh, I'm finally back. So why am I telling you this completely random story? Why am I telling you this? It is because social media, TikTok specifically, can be seriously toxic. Ironically, last night at dinner, also my dad brought this up. So, okay, that story actually happened a day ago, but I wrote this outline yesterday. So last night at dinner, (laughs) my dad goes... Yeah, your brother stopped posting on, he decided he's going to delete social media because he thinks it's toxic. And I was like, well, that's really ironic because that's literally the podcast episode I'm recording tomorrow. So yeah, point is, I believe that social media, TikTok specifically, can be seriously toxic, which sounds hypocritical because I literally make my living off of them, off of social media, and I've been a content creator for three years now. So like anything, I don't think anything is totally bad. So let's talk about the pros and cons. Let's hear both sides. We're going to empower ourselves to think for ourselves, develop your own opinion, etc. Whatever. Okay, so we're going to start with cons. Get the negative out of the way. So the cons of why social media is toxic. The reasons why social media is toxic. Number one, it's addicting. It is literally like a drug. It is addicting. It is psychologically physically addicting and you you can literally get withdrawal from your phone i've experienced it before it's crazy i think we all know that we're all familiar with the term doom scrolling it's like the more you scroll on social media the more you want it the more you need it and the more you need of it to get that that same feeling of you know they say you get a dopamine hit when you open social media and TikTok and it makes you laugh and smile, whatever. The more you do, the more you doom scroll, we'll say, the more doom scrolling you need to get that feeling that you're searching for when you open your phone to, to doom scroll, which brings me into the next point is that it's mindless. And, and this is specific to this new format of short form content, TikTok, Reels, YouTube Shorts, It's mindless because you're not thinking, hey, nine times out of 10, right? You can still go and do this, but nine times out of 10, you're scrolling your For You page where you're not thinking, hey, I want to go watch this person or this type of video for this reason. You're not thinking. You just open TikTok because you want to watch TikToks and you're just being fed information 
that the algorithm is deeming fit for you. So there's no, there's no thought process going into it, right? You're just, you're being fed information that someone other than you is determining someone, something, it's AI, is determining is fit for you based on your interests. So that's the thing that you have to be careful of is that if too much of this mindless scrolling, it's just not good for you. That's one of the things I like about YouTube is that when you subscribe to someone on YouTube, you know that you're going to come back to them for more. If I have a YouTuber I like watching, I open YouTube not to just watch YouTube. I open YouTube to watch that specific person or that specific video. The third thing that makes social media toxic and this is, this is a big one for me, is that it can expedite an, over, an overthinking spiral. So if you're already overthinking, right, you have a lot of thoughts going on in your head, and you then you open, say, TikTok to numb that overthinking, what's going to happen? More information is going to be fed to you. That's not going to help your overthinking. It's just going to make it worse. <laughs> the more information, you need to do the opposite. And I need to tell myself this. When you're feeling overwhelmed, you got to do the opposite of get more information. You need to probably meditate, sit with less information, right? So social media can expedite these overthinking spirals. Here's another example, and this has happened to me before. Say, for example, you're stressed about a friendship or a relationship problem. Because these feeds are curated for your interests, when you open the app, you're probably going to get 20 different videos giving you advice on how to handle this situation. And, and not to mention that this advice is probably going to be all over the place. Some of it might even contradict itself because you're hearing perspectives from different people and what worked from them. So which advice do you take? Then at that point, you're just overwhelmed because there's 20 different perspectives in your head on top of the one you are already struggling with. The fourth thing that's toxic about social media is that it distracts you from the real problem. Any entertainment is considered an escape. You're watching something on a screen that's not actually happening in real life, in real time in front of you. Obviously, aside from live streams, you get the point though. And a lot of times when you go looking for an escape as it relates to entertainment, it's probably because there's a feeling or emotion or a problem or a situation that needs to be dealt with. Whether that is, you know, whether you're aware of that or not, try to become aware of it. Next time you pull open your phone and start scrolling TikTok, think, why did I just do that? And a lot of times what I notice about myself is that I'll do that when I'm feeling an uncomfortable feeling. Maybe I'm anxious about something. Maybe something upset me. Even if it's the tiniest little things, pay attention because there almost always is a reason that you didn't notice for why you opened your phone. So in these moments, what it's doing is it's distracting you from a real problem. Same as the previous example, if you are having a relationship or a friendship problem and you're feeling stressed about it and so you pull open TikTok to get have an escape from that uncomfortable feeling, you're just avoiding it instead of dealing with it head on. And now here's where I think this one's also going to be under the, the pros section because I think in moments, maybe you do need a distraction. Sometimes a distraction can be good. We'll talk about more that one when we get to the pros section, so we'll come back to that. But the fifth thing is confirmation bias, which if you don't know, the 
formal definition of confirmation bias is the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. So it's basically just confirming to yourself that what you already believe is true. Example, if you believe that the earth is flat on TikTok and on on any social media platform because they're all listening to us nowadays, you're probably going to start getting videos recommended to you confirming that the earth is flat. You're going to get all these videos with arguments on why the earth is flat, all the earth, flat earth theories. Your beliefs are going to be confirmed through these videos because that's how the algorithms work. They give you what you want to see, which this ties directly into the previous point that scrolling is mindless. If you're not thinking about why you're doing it, then you're just being fed things and you have to be aware of confirmation bias. I think that that's a problem in general in society. That's that's pretty deep, but I really do believe that there is a major problem in general in society that there's so much confirmation bias and that's why no one can get along because everybody thinks they're right because they're seeing constantly validation on why their viewpoint is right and no one knows that they're all being fed different information. So now on the flip side, if you think the earth is round, you will get videos confirming why people who think the earth is flat are crazy, number one, and also number two, why the earth is round. And I'm not saying, <laughs> I think the earth is round, okay? I'm just gonna throw that out there, guys. I think that the earth is round. <laughs> but I'm also not judging you <laughs> if you think the earth is flat. Okay, moving on, moving on. This one can also be a pro. So let's, you know, wait, actually, I just thought of a, another con, actually. How did I forget this one? Probably the biggest con of social media is that you will compare yourself to others. And I think this was a big reason. I haven't talked to my brother about this yet. So Blake, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Actually, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I think a big reason my brother decided to get off of social media is because of the comparison factor. And I can relate to this. I fall victim to comparing myself to others so often. So much so that you sometimes forget that people are also comparing themselves to you. Social media is a highlight reel. It is and it always will be. Social media will never be reality. It's just not it. It's just not reality. Social media is social media. Reality is reality. And I think people need to realize that. I think that if you don't realize, if you don't make that conscious distinction in your mind, it's so easy to think like, wow, everybody else has a perfect life and I don't. And that's just not the case. Everybody is a human. Everybody is going through ups and downs, whether you see them or hear about them or not. And I think that it's okay to unfollow people, to block them, to take a social media break if you're struggling with comparison because it is so detrimental to your mental health. And ironically, I've been thinking about taking a social media break because I have been falling victim so much to comparison. And actually, the conversation with my dad opened my eyes a little bit because he was giving me an example about how someone thought that my life was perfect. And in my head, I've been struggling with a lot of things, to be completely honest, internally. Like, And that's the problem, that externally, I feel like a lot of my life looks perfect, but like in my mental state, I've been struggling a lot. So just know that nothing's ever perfect. Nothing is ever exactly how it seems on social media. No matter how 
real, how raw, how authentic you are on social media or how anyone is. It'll never be a replacement for real life. It'll never be descriptive, depicative, depictive. Did I say that right? Anyways, it will never display real life. It'll always be a snapshot of it. It'll always be a peek inside of what that person chooses to share on the internet. And I think that that's normal, but we all just need to collectively know that that's how it is. It's not reality. Okay, now let's actually move into the pros. The pros of social media after talking crap on it for the past however many minutes that was, we're going to get into the pros. But I think it's, like I said, it's important to understand balance and to know that things aren't always just one certain way and you get to develop your own opinion and outlook on life. And there's so many different perspectives that you can see. So... That's why I like talking about both the pros and cons so that people can develop their own way of thinking about the situation. Like maybe two of the points I said before you completely agree with and two of them you're like, eh, maybe not a problem. You know, like everybody has has the opportunity. That's the cool thing about life <laughs> is that everybody has the opportunity to pick and choose and and believe in the things, the nuances of things that they believe in, right? Okay, let's get into the pros. So confirmation bias. We talked about why that can be a con, but if we really think about it, it can be good too because sometimes we do need reassured on our on our viewpoint. We all want to feel sure about ourselves and we all want to feel sure of our perspectives and we want to feel like other people agree with us. That's how you foster a sense of community. You have like-minded people who believe in the same or similar things. So we all want to feel this way. And I don't think it's bad to have other people agreeing with you or to validate your viewpoints. But just don't forget that there are other beliefs out there. You can't just think that your viewpoint is the viewpoint. There's so many people in this world who have lived so many different life experiences. And so they're going to develop different opinions they're going to develop different viewpoints. So you just have to be aware of the fact that what you think isn't everyone's reality, but you're entitled to have your own version. So just stay curious. That's that's a big thing I think about a lot is stay curious. Know that confirmation bias is in fact a thing and develop your own opinions, but don't think that your opinion is the best opinion in the whole world, you know? So bottom line there, stay curious. Second pro of social media is that occasionally you do get to hear other viewpoints that you might not otherwise hear. The same way that social media works, life works. The law of attraction. What you are and what you believe you will attract. So there's confirmation bias everywhere. And one of the cool things, like I said about social media, is that you do occasionally get to hear other viewpoints and other good arguments that might make you take a step back and think, you know what, maybe I wasn't completely accurate on my viewpoint in life, or maybe there's a different thing that I can, should consider to be more understanding of other people and get along with people better. You don't have to agree with everything you hear, but sometimes hearing different perspectives helps you to have an understanding and maybe even just agree to disagree. TikTok has allowed us to communicate unfiltered on a mass scale. So you, you can connect with people across the world and I think that's pretty cool. Despite the fact that it has its cons, it has its pros. Like I said, it's cool that you can connect with someone in a completely different country living a completely different life over this one 
random thing that you agree on or that you have an interest in. On TikTok, people, TikTok specifically, because I know a lot of the platforms are very censored, um, but on TikTok, you can share unfiltered viewpoints. And I think that's pretty cool, you know? Like the way people show up on TikTok is unique. I think people got sick of this perfectly curated life and having to have a perfectly produced video and they just started showing up as people, you know? And then those things started being widely viewed. I feel like I'm going on a tangent here, but it is it is a pro, I think, that you can hear other people's perspectives and, and you will get content that sometimes contradicts what you may have previously believed in. Or even, even not just like beliefs, but interests. Like you might discover something. Okay, here's a good example. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm interested in this, but like I keep randomly getting videos of people grooming horses hooves that's so random like what but why is it interesting to watch like i am enjoying watching people fix the hooves of horses and i'm like what did i do to get on here right <laughs> but it's interesting you know you see things that you don't you don't expect okay let's move to the next one now this is what i alluded to earlier that tiktok social media in general tiktok ig reels it's an escape this can definitely be a con, but in moderation, and that is where my asterisk is, I think in moderation, it can be a pro. Because for a moment in time, if something is too painful for you to face, or you're in a situation where you cannot escape these feelings, maybe you're in a household, or you're in some sort of relationship where you can't necessarily get out at that moment, and you just have to weather the storm, and you need something to distract you from these emotions that are so painful and to just feel happy for a second. That's where I think it can be good because if you're going through a hard time like that, having an escape to make you feel happy and feel good can be a beneficial tool. It can be a beneficial thing at that moment in time. There's also been days where I get stuck on TikTok for just a few videos. Like, and I don't even want to call it stuck. Like maybe in that time I would tell myself, I'm going to get on TikTok for to watch a few videos, even if it was on accident, but I do only watch a few and then I get off. But one of those videos inspires me to create another video. Like, you know, like you find inspiration or maybe you got one video that was exactly what you needed to hear or you did get one piece of accurate advice and you're like, you know what, now that's how I'm gonna handle that situation. I think the key here is moderation. And I've said this on here before, I'll say it again, too much of anything is toxic. If all you do is drink water, you're gonna die, right? <laughs> but water is also essential for us to live. So everything is about moderation. And the key with social media is having boundaries. It's easier said than done, trust me. I am not perfect at this by any means. Like I said, one day ago, I was on a 1.5 hour doom scroll. You're not gonna be perfect at it and you're gonna have those moments, but you have to set boundaries with social media if you want it to be a part of your life. By all means, though, if you hate social media or, or like you, you simply don't want it to be a part of your life right now, have at it. Do what you need to do. But if you enjoy social media, maybe you are a creator, you want to be a creator, you just like the landscape of social media, it's, it has its positives. It's not all bad. It does have negatives and it can be addicting. It can be all these bad things. But with moderation with setting boundaries, you're going to be able to healthfully interact with social media. 
It's a great tool. It's a way to connect with other people. You People have built businesses that change their lives. People stay in touch with friends and family members that they haven't seen in ages, right? Or, or people that maybe you otherwise would never have the opportunity to connect with. There's all of these great things that can come out of social media, but there's also a lot of bad things. And it can even be weaponized, which is why censorship is such a big concern for people. So all in all, like I said, set boundaries. Social media is not all bad. However, it can be very toxic. So set those boundaries, use it for good, and remember that less is more, right? In a lot of situations, in general, in life. Sometimes less is more. This was a fun episode to record, and it was a very different vibe for me. I'm curious if it translated that way, but just sitting in here in a comfortable environment recording this, not worrying about being on camera, completely changed the vibe of recording this. That's how it feels to me. I don't know. Let me know if it translated, but... Thank you guys for listening to another episode. If this resonated, if this podcast has been resonating with you, leave us a review, share it with a friend, share it on social media, however you feel inclined to share. And if you have recommendations on future topics, send me an email or leave a comment. I have a YouTube channel, Podcast with Hallie, and an Instagram, Podcast with Hallie. And with that, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.